I know what you want to know. Where was I yesterday? <laughs> Welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimek. Yes, I am alive. I am well. I am healthy. I got to tell you what happened yesterday. I apologize. I intended to do a program uh, yesterday, which was Wednesday, but late in the afternoon, we got we received notice. It's kind of a very sad story. Eileen and I found out that a friend of ours, uh, somebody we, we knew pretty closely for a while, but uh, her son was killed in, a, in an accident. But it actually happened out of state several weeks ago. But to make a long story short, the, the, the viewing was yesterday afternoon. So we had a run over there at the last minute. We, I mean, we literally just found out and ran out the door, went to the viewing. Because, again, this was somebody that we, uh, we knew well for, for a while. But when we moved, we kind of lost touch with them. But I'm so glad we were able to go. By the time I got home, I was exhausted and wasn't able to do the show. So I figured you would understand um, but man, you know, it's, it's sometimes these, these things happen and, and you certainly, you know, I was thinking that, and I'm going to be really honest with you when it comes to going to a viewing or reaching out to somebody who, who is hurting, sometimes it's not easy to do. It's sometimes you don't know what to say, but as I learned a long time ago, it's best to just be there for that person and don't worry about what you're, what you'll say. You know, just your presence is enough. And look, it was uh, it was a last minute thing. I had some work that I I wanted to get done, but you, you you make changes. You know, and this is what the Lord wants us to do. He just doesn't want us to read about them, to talk about them. He he wants us to go out and be merciful to other people who need us. It's a, it's a lesson for me because I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I especially when I'm in the middle of trying to get some projects done when um, when I have work that I have to do, I have deadlines to meet, I have this program, I have writing to do. It, it's not easy for me to respond to other situations. You know, I don't, I don't want to do it. What I'm trying to say in a nice way is I don't want to do certain things. I, I want to, and look, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm being brutally honest with you. So I, I believe in transparency. I, I believe in telling you what I'm really going through because I don't want to I don't want you to to think and I'm sure you don't that um that I always feel like praying or doing the right thing because quite honestly I don't but that's why you hear me talk so much about being faithful even if you don't feel like praying even if you don't feel like doing the right thing you know you might want to serve God in the way you want to serve him and when I say you I mean me I'm, 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 this is absolutely something that I do struggle with. Um, but oftentimes he sends these interruptions to us so that we can really be open to serving him in the way that he wants us to serve him. And, and as somebody who is a self-admitted control freak, it's not easy for me. It is not easy for me, but I knew it was the right thing. And I knew you would understand too, but I am back today. We're going to talk about, um, I love this story, Bartimaeus the Blind Man, and this comes from the Gospel of Today's Mass. I don't know how I cannot talk about this because it's such a great story. Bartimaeus, a guy who never gave up hope, and as a result, Jesus healed him of his blindness. And I think that it's important for you to you and I to talk about this today. And in no way am I saying that if you persistently ask Jesus for something long enough, he's going to do what you want, because that's not always true. He's going to do what's best. But what's important for us 
is to never lose hope. As, as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, it's so important to never lose hope, even though we live in a world which is constantly trying to take our hope away. And that's just the way it is. The world wants to take our hope away. Jesus is all about hope. And if you lose that, if you lose that hope, then you're going to be in big trouble. So we're going to, let's talk about that today. Let's talk about Bartimaeus. Let's look at the story. And, and I, I love these stories, these biblical stories, because they actually happened. And they give us evidence of what the Lord can do in, in each of our lives if we let them. And I, and I think that's, that's the key. If we let him, if we don't get discouraged and quit, he can do some pretty incredible things in our lives. And we need that. We, you need somebody to tell you that because the, the message you get so often from other people is stop trying so hard. You know, and I heard somebody say one time, well, the reason people have faith is religion is that um, it makes them feel good. It really doesn't matter what the religion teaches. It's just all for our own benefit. That's not true at all. Yes, it is for our own benefit, but religion and faith is not just meant to make us feel good. It's about worshiping God and having that relationship with him. That really honoring the the purpose for which we were created. That's to have a relationship with God. And, um, you know, it's important to understand a little bit about that person with whom we are having that relationship, just how powerful he is, which is a point I think we miss sometimes. So we will talk about Bartimaeus and look at what happened to him. I hope you're doing well. It's a uh, fairly warm day here in southern New Jersey. Nice, though. I was able to take a walk with uh, Eileen earlier today. So why don't we pray now? Let's pray to our Father in heaven, and then we'll get right on with the show, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being here for us again. Boy, you talk about faithful, Father. You are always here with us. Whenever we turn to you, you are here for us. Even when we don't turn to you, you are still here. You are so patient with us. So many times we completely ignore you. We completely overlook your presence in our lives. We overlook just how much you care about us. We overlook how much you do for us. We overlook your power. But yet you you never give up on us, Father. And we pray today that we, in turn, can have that, can be, be given the grace so that we can remain faithful to you. We're going to need lots of grace for that, Father, because we have this tendency to, to desert you, quite often. Um, but, you know, we, we do pray that through your, your grace that we can continue to be faithful to you, even when we don't feel like it, Father. So, Father, we pray for all of our needs this day. We pray that you, can, you will continue to supply all of our spiritual and our material needs. I pray, Father, that you will Send me through your Holy Spirit the words that I am supposed to deliver on this program. And also I pray that all of our minds and hearts could be opened up so that we would be willing and able to understand what you have to say and put it into practice. Father, we ask these things 
In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus Christ, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, thank you for praying with me. Again, I'm Gary Zimak. This is Following the Truth. I, I again apologize for uh, not having to cancel the show yesterday. I wanted to let you know that we in... I realize that you may not be listening to this program in the United States. Now, in the U.S. Memorial Day, Monday is a holiday. We remember all of those who gave their lives uh, to, to, to bring about our freedom, all of those who lost their lives in the various wars throughout history. I plan to do a show on Monday. So I, at, at the moment, I will be here tomorrow unless something major comes up. So we'll do the Friday show, and then again, I will do the Monday show. The weekend show, the Gary Zimak show, is already recorded. You can download that from wherever you got this podcast, so you'll be able to get that one as well. And that's a look at Sunday's Mass readings. This Sunday is Trinity Sunday, where we focus on the uh, Most Holy Trinity, so you can download that show. That should be available sometime tomorrow. Um, A couple of other quick things. If you want to find out more about my work or invite me to speak at your church or your conference, Please visit my website, followingthetruth.com. And I want to let you know something else. I am planning something online that we will be able to participate in, kind of like a uh, summer summer book club, maybe we can call it that, with, um, l- with my latest book, Give Up Worry for Good. So if you have a copy of the book, hold on to it and... I'll let you know more details. I'm still working out the details, but I feel we need to be going through this book together. And I think the summer's a great time to do it. So let's let's give that, let, let's think about that. And uh, well, I'll think about it. You don't, you don't have to think about it. I'll tell you what the next step is. But uh, what, what I'm planning, and, and you, you should be hearing some details within the next week or so. What I'm planning is to uh, to really go through the book with you day by day using a combination of this program, my daily email reflection, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled, and also my Facebook page. You know, it's just going to be similar to what, if you were with me for Lent, for what I did for Give Up Worry for Lent, we, um, I, I, I want to be able to walk through this with you as well. So stay tuned for more information, and uh, I think it'll be beneficial. Summer's a great time for doing something like this, something online. Usually everything, all programs at churches, they shut down for the summer. But uh, I bet I think this is going to work nicely. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, you can find out more about what I do by going to followingthetruth.com. You can sign up for the email reflection there. You can also pick up a copy of Give Up Worry for Good. Uh, okay, let's let's talk about our friend Bartimaeus. Is that what we're talking about next? Yes, okay. I'm just trying to think if... There's anything else that I wanted to share with you, but I think that's it. I love the story story of Bartimaeus because essentially what we have is somebody having faith in Jesus and the people around him saying, be quiet, stop it, shut up, you know? Bartimaeus might have been annoying. I don't know that. He was blind. He was a beggar, but he could have been very annoying. People could have gotten sick of him for whatever reason. Maybe they felt he got too much attention. Maybe they felt he was blocking Jesus from them. Maybe they felt he was pestering Jesus. You know, many of us have at one time or another, it's possible you even feel this way now because I've heard people express this opinion. We don't want to bother Jesus. We think, you know, he's a busy guy. I don't want to, 
I don't want to pray for my needs. But yet, what we overlook is the fact that Jesus is so powerful that he can handle my needs and your needs at the same time. And if, you know, especially when it comes to health, and this is a big problem for many, many people, and I've, I've talked to a lot of people about this, and I, I, I think it's faulty thinking. Um, I, I'm suffering in some way, some physical problem, could be an emotional problem, could be anything. But I don't want to pray for myself because that's selfish. I want to pray for other people. And, and, and you know, it's commendable. The attitude's commendable, but if you don't take care of yourself, it's going to be really difficult to take care of other people, right? So the Lord wants to heal us, as you'll see with Bartimaeus, so that we can in turn serve him and serve others. And that's the reason he heals us. He doesn't just heal us for no reason. He heals us because sometimes, not all the time, because sometimes he uses our infirmity for good, um, sometimes our illness or our infirmity or whatever is causing us grief is hurting our ability to serve him. And if that's the case, he will sometimes heal us so that we can better serve him. So, yes, if you are suffering in any way from any kind of ailment, whether it's spiritual, physical, emotional, ask for the healing. And we're going to see an example of this with Bartimaeus. Don't let anybody tell you you shouldn't be asking. It is not selfish. Unless you plan to be healed and then completely forget about Jesus, well then, you are being selfish. But if you're going to use your newfound health to to better serve him, I think that's great, and we're going to see an example of that. So let's look at this story. It, it just is really classic. Again, this is from the Gospel for to, from today's Daily Mass. It's Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Let me take a sip of water. I got this cough kind of like annoying me in my throat. One of the things, I don't know about you, but my allergies have been brutal this, this year. Last night, especially, it's just I was completely stuffed up. I didn't know what what the heck was going on. Today's a little bit better, but I still got like the scratchiness. It feels like pollen in my throat from time to time. Okay, as Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, so you know, you try to picture this is a big entourage, big crowd following Jesus. You know, because the word's starting to spread about the great things that he is doing. But as he's leaving, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat on sat by the roadside begging. So here's this outcast, this blind beggar, you know, ha- has to beg because he has no sight and he's unable to earn a living. So he is reduced to being a beggar. Somehow he is at the roadside where Jesus passes by now. Was this where he normally sat? Could be. And, you know, this could give, I I think, if that's the case, the guy's blind, so he's going to be limited. And and obviously, his mobility is going to be limited. And obviously, he had probably some help or he, you know, for I would say he probably had some help getting to the roadside. It was probably a busy roadside where he was uh, where he was sitting begging because he could get lots of business there. 
But you know, I think this is a lesson for us. I would suspect this is where he would normally sit, and this is was his this was his daily occupation, begging for money. And and look at who is about to come by. Jesus is going to come by. And I think for us, for you and me, it's a reminder of how Jesus is constantly reaching out to meet us in our daily lives. He's he's going to meet us in the workplace, at home, at school, at, uh, at, in the store, wherever we go. Jesus is there and he will always be looking for ways to reach us. So he passes by as Bartimaeus is sitting at the side of the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, so, so Bartimaeus hears, he's blind, but he can still hear, he hears that it was Jesus of Nazareth's, Nazareth. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. So obviously there's some knowledge of Jesus here. Bartimaeus isn't just crying out to some unknown person. He, he's acknowledging his position of, his title of son of David saying, have pity on me. Now, he obviously, again, has some knowledge of Jesus, and he knows in some way that Jesus can help him. He's not being very specific here, but he's asking for help. And many rebuked him. Here we go. Now, see, there's the people around him. Many rebuked him, not just one person. Many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. So many of the people sitting around Bartimaeus tried to shut him up. And all he was doing was asking Jesus to have pity on him. And that annoyed people. And again, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, this could be any for any number of reasons. There are going to be people, no matter what kind of faith you have, whenever you start to exhibit some faith or maybe get some hope, you're always going to run into those people who say, you're being unrealistic. Why are you wasting your time? And even maybe using different words, but even shut up, be quiet, stop it, go away. You're, you're going to hear, you're going to have people like that in your life. And unfortunately, those people, sometimes they mean well, sometimes they want to protect you because maybe they don't want you to get your hopes up and be disappointed. Because you know what? People underestimate the power of Jesus Christ all the time. They absolutely underestimate the power of Jesus. And many individuals who go to church are content to live a miracle-free life, meaning that they never ask the Lord for any miracles. They don't ask for much. And as a result, they might not be disappointed, but their life becomes hopeless. I've, I live like that. I know what that's like. Let me tell you, if you don't expect miracles of some kind, and sometimes they're conversions, they're internal miracles, because I've seen it in my own life. If you don't expect miracles through your relationship with Jesus, your relationship with him is going to be really boring. You need to expect miracles of some kind, not always physical healings. Not always signs and wonders, 
but sometimes miraculous changes of heart. That's a big deal, you know? And again, I've seen it. I've seen my own heart change. I've seen my thoughts become different. And that's all brought about through Jesus. So we need this hope in the miraculous. And, and, and again, you don't know how Jesus will respond to your request for a miracle. You don't know how he's going to answer your prayers, but you know, you need to know that he can give you a miracle. And if it's not the miracle you want, it's the miracle you need. I mean, that's what we need to believe. And that's what we should believe. Otherwise, we're just going to be we're just going to be falling into that um that mindset of comfortable Christianity. Don't expect too much, don't do too much, and everything works out fine, but it really doesn't work out fine. What you end up is with is an empty relationship with Jesus. Bartimaeus expected something, and he wasn't disappointed. So he's crying out. The people say, be quiet, Bartimaeus. And what happened? He kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. He didn't care about the people because he recognized that there was power in Jesus. So when people tell you, give up, it's not worth it. You'll never change. This is never going to happen. The world is a mess. Let's just complain. Don't believe them. Because there's evidence right here in this story of what can happen if you don't lose your hope, you don't become discouraged, and you count on Jesus to answer your prayers. So he keeps calling out, right? What happened? Jesus stopped. So this is proof that when you pray, when you cry out to Jesus, he hears. Yes, he was busy. Yes, there were a zillion other people around, but he heard the cries of a blind man calling out to Jesus, asking for pity. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man saying, and which I love, you know, the, the people who were telling him to shut up, once Jesus says, call them, call this man, they call the blind man saying to him, take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they're encouraging Bartimaeus because Jesus is calling him. It's just unbelievable. But what, what I think what we all need to notice, you and me, is that Jesus, no matter how insignificant we feel we are, no matter how much we think nobody sees us, no matter how much we've been rejected, Jesus cares and he hears. You know what? I really do believe that. But there are times when I don't feel it. But you might not believe it either. Or you might not feel it. But I would hope you would believe it. I want you to believe it. He cares. He hears your cries. So what happened? Bartimaeus threw aside his cloak. And he sprang up. And he came to Jesus. See see that? He threw aside his cloak. He sprang up. I mean, he jumped all over this opportunity. And Jesus said to him in reply, what do you want me to do for you? Which is pretty interesting because it's pretty obvious 
what Jesus would have to do for a blind man. You know, you talk to a blind man, you're Jesus. He says, have pity on me. I don't think if I was Jesus, I would have to say, well, what do you need? I mean, it's pretty obvious what he needs, but I think this is an example of the fact that Jesus cares so much. He wants to hear us say what our problems are. So Bartimaeus replies, Master, I want to see. It's pretty cool that he called him Master, you know? When we call Jesus Lord, when we talk about him being our Lord, that really is the equivalent of our Master. Are we really believing that he is the boss, that he is in charge? A lot of times where it's questionable, right? But here's a guy who really is willing to listen to Jesus, calling him master, I want to see. Jesus told him, go your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately, you see a lot of immediately's in Luke's gospel. I like that. Immediately, he received his sight and followed him on the way. You know, Did you catch that? So Bartimaeus, the blind man, received his sight, and then he, he left everything. He left begging and began to follow Jesus. That healing was going to be put to good use. So the the message I have for you today is I want you to ignore anybody telling you that Jesus still doesn't perform miracles. And again, I'm not promising he's going to perform a physical, the physical miracle that you want. I can't promise you that. But I can promise you he can he can still perform miracles. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on him. If you need something, you ask him, you be persistent, and you keep asking him until until he says no, or you realize that you don't want that thing anymore. Sometimes that happens too. We think we want something, and then we get new information, and we realize that, you know what, I don't think this is good for me, uh, spiritually primarily. You know, I don't think this is going to help me. It's not going to draw me closer to the Lord. It's not going to help me to get to heaven. I, I don't want this anymore. So then obviously you should stop asking for it. Maybe like a job that you think you want, you find out more information, and you realize this wouldn't be good for me. I think I'm going to stop praying for this now. That, that's legitimate. That's a, that's a good course of action. But don't give up. Don't let people discourage you. And I'm going to be praying for you that you will never lose hope in the power of Jesus because he is all-powerful and he can do all things. What would have happened if Bartimaeus stopped asking and listened to the people who told him to be quiet? I don't know. But I do know this that he didn't remain silent. They told him to be quiet. He asked all the more, Jesus, have pity on me. And he received a miracle. So I would encourage you to do the same thing. You need something, you take it to the Lord. Don't let people discourage you. Keep asking. People underestimate the power of Jesus, but I've seen his power. And I'm going to encourage you to keep asking. All right, I'm going to run now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again. I look forward to being back with you here on the program tomorrow. Hope you have a fantastic night. And I'll see you tomorrow, God willing, on Following the Truth. Bye-bye.